When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome into a very special edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. We are a week removed from an incredible Saturday in Norman, where the march for George Floyd took place. The student athletes from the University of Oklahoma were very involved in this and have been very involved in understanding their voice, using their voice, and speaking out for change. Today, we wanted to continue that conversation. I'll be joined on this episode of the Sooner Sports Podcast by Senior Associate AD for Events and Facilities, Lindy Roberts-Ivy, Head Men's Gymnastics Coach, Mark Williams, and Head Women's Volleyball Coach, Lindsey Gray-Walton. As we look back on last Saturday and talk about the future and the powerful words from student-athletes across the University of Oklahoma and this country. I hope you enjoy this very special edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama, what a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. So, I'll start with you, Lindy. First and foremost, welcome to the podcast. Uh, take me through what Saturday was like from your perspective and kind of how awe-inspiring it truly was. Well, it, it, it was very, very awe-inspiring. And to be honest with you, I, like Mark, Coach Williams, I had never been part of a protest, peaceful or not, or a march of any sort or anything like that. So I honestly had no idea what to expect. And um, I was very, very, very surprised at how many people were there. It was awesome. You know, OE Athletics, we had a meeting spot 
And so it was just pretty awesome to see how many of our athletics department coaches, student athletes, administrators, staff showed up. But then when we all walked together to Norman High, where it was all supposed to start, it was like, wow, this is, it, it just, it does. You just kind of sit there for a second and think, okay, this is, this is really big. And, you know, I'm sure the size of ours isn't even close to those of in bigger cities and everything, but it just really, really made me think, okay, everybody is, you know, doing their part and wanting to be a part of something positive and to help in any way we can. How about that? Right on cue, Mark Williams joins us as well. And coach, we were just talking to Lindy about how that was her first experience going to a protest. It was yours too, as well. So take us through what the experience like was like for you, coach. Well, it's a little bit eye-opening, you know, um, felt like you're joining in on something that's a little bigger than yourself. Um, and it also kind of felt like um, joining a movement that was important and that uh, needed to be put out there, not only um, with the people in Norman, which, you know, we, we were marching, you know, a week after it all started maybe, but, you know, it, it was a conversation that I, I had to have with my son who went on the, the march with me and, had to answer a lot of questions about, you know, why are we doing this and what's going to do in terms of helping. And so, um, you know, I, I guess it was very eye-opening that, um, you know, to be, be a part of history and for the first time in my life to, to go out there and actually stand up for something that, that I believe very strongly in. Oh, that's awesome. And by the way, welcome, Coach. Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Gray-Walton, head volleyball coach, you and I had a chance actually to catch up on Saturday afterwards. You and your husband, Kyle, and your both your kiddos went with you as well. Take me through what the experience was like for you. I think I echo the sentiments of Lindy and Mark here. You know, there's a lot of emotions, um, emotions of trying to take on any pain that maybe your team or anyone's experiencing around you because of what they're seeing and trying to process and understand. And then the emotional reaction that you yourself have, because, you know, like them, my first time to express that right to be able to safely protest, peacefully protest, your jaw drops at the numbers of, of people that show up in a community of Norman. And so you, you love that. And um, yeah, then you get emotional when, you know, I don't know how you were, Mark, but when you hear yourself say it, not just say it in a room so two people can hear you, but scream it and then hear your kid scream it and, and answer those same questions, you know, when you're going home of why are, were we saying hands up, don't shoot, you know, and having to explain that. And it still gets me emotional thinking about it. Cause you're like, I, I can't believe I'm having to try and explain this, but here we are. And then I think, you know, what we go to as coaches is we want to fix it and we want to fix everything really fast. And for us right now, it's, we can't swamp them with over-education, feeling like you have a final tomorrow. You found out yesterday, you know, you can't go with that mindset. So just how do we incorporate it? How do we, you know, start to program it? How do we, start to open up those lanes for conversations and things that, you know, so many times are said are taboo. So anywho, it, it's a range of things. And then 
you know, yeah, we ran into each other on Saturday. Like we get back to our day, you know, and that's where we have to be able to keep the conversation going. And I think um, the biggest thing right now is as coaches, administrators, if I've heard any echoes, it's how do we take action? You know, when these kids come back and they are back in their safe space, how do we take action? And I think that's what we're working on right now. In preparation for this, Mark, no, no lie, I read what you put on Twitter. I read what everyone put on Twitter. I got emotional. I, I even got a I, – I cried before I started this. And it was pain that I know that we feel for our student-athletes and we feel for society. But, Mark, to echo Lindsay's charge, what, what, what's next? What's kind of the challenge now for you going forward? Well, the first thing I tried to do was um, contact some of my alumni – African-Americans that have been part of the program who had a very different experience in their lives than, than I did. And it, uh, it allowed me to kind of look a little bit more introspectively and, you know, what was my life like and how does that compare with the experience that they've had? And I've given them an opportunity to now, in the next few days, we've got more guys that are going to post onto men's gymnastics website with, you know, their experience and, and how they they view what's going on currently and from my point of view it's it's trying to take on some of the challenges that they they are putting in front of us and, and Marcus Jordan the other day uh, was posted and saying you know he was on campus in the very early 90s and he wants to have his kids come to OU and have a different experience than he had you know, and, and even though he was part of a fairly wealthy and upper middle class family, you know, there was racism and there was things that he had to deal with as, as a student athlete back in those days. And maybe not so much specifically with gymnastics, but men's gymnastics is a sport that is predominantly white. And so he was sort of in a, in a situation that was already a little uncomfortable because he was one of those few guys in the whole country that was doing gymnastics as a black gymnast. So, you know, the action piece is, is making it more comfortable for um, athletes of color on our campuses and making it so that they have more accessibility to our sport. That's a great point. Lindy, from your perspective, you've seen it at every level as, as an athlete yourself working directly with the team. You know, what, what is that next step now as an administrator, as someone who, is a senior associate AD to help empower these coaches and these student athletes? Well, I, I think our first thing, and, you know, Joe, Joe has shown great, great, great leadership through all of this. And, you know, our first worry, first and foremost, was about our student athletes. And then our next worry was about our coaches, um, whether they're African-American or not, but how they're, handling everything, you know, knowing it, it's difficult, you know, of how, how they're working with their student athletes to get through something like this. But then also all of our staff members, you know, it kind of gets even bigger than that. We have a athletic department of, you know, 350 people. So we're thinking about a lot of people and about how a lot of people are feeling right now. And to me, the big message has been, we're going to move forward, we're going to, you know, kind of grieve and we're going to be sad about everything and mad about everything, but let's do something to put some things into action. Um, we had a great 
thing that was actual, actually a national thing called Humanity Talks last week. And wow, that was very, very, very awe-inspiring and eye-opening. Um, it was student-athletes, coaches, uh, administrators from all over the nation that wanted to join in this and just talk about what's going on in the nation. And then we had something yesterday. We, we've been having a you know, athletic director, administrators, and head coaches call weekly since all of this has started. And the big thing is how can we get our student athletes back? How can we get our student athletes back? When are the facilities opening? What are the rules of Big 12 and NCAA? And yesterday, we did not talk about any of that stuff. We said, we're just going to talk about this huge issue right now and how we're feeling. That's And it was very, very, very raw and emotional. And I... I saw some head coaches, we broke off into some breakout rooms that I've been here for 20 years. And I saw some emotion coming out of some of the coaches, longtime coaches that I've never seen before. So um, it, it, it was really, really, really good. And I think it helped to get maybe a little bit of a weight off our shoulders a little bit. And now maybe, and hopefully we can move forward of, okay, let's turn this into something of what are we going to do about this and how are we going to keep this going and make this a really, really positive, um, positive thing going forward and what we can do to help. It's kind of wild. We're in the middle of a pandemic and uh, you, Linda, your day-to-day -day operations are, Hey, how are we getting back? How are we going to protect our student athletes? And then we have this issue that's larger than everything that you're dealing right. with as well, too. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty heavy time, isn't it? Yeah, this is something of we, you know, it, originally we were thinking, could it get any worse than this? All of our sports and our, we don't have any championships. It all gets cut off in March and, you know, and then something like this happens and you're like, wow, th this is the real life stuff that really, really matters. Mm. You know, sport is amazing and it's what brings all of us together and it's fun and it's, um, it's all about teams and, but something like this happens. And this is it, it, just like Mark said, this is something that is bigger than ourselves. That's affecting a lot of people really, really in a tough way. Yeah. Um, I'll ask just a couple more and, and we'll, we'll try to continue the education and the learning part of this. So I'll start with you, coach Gray Walton. How impressed have you been with the want for your student athletes to step up and speak up and speak out and, I, their their courage and then obviously just how how rooted in their beliefs they are it's really been we've used the term awe-inspiring a lot but it's been powerful to see them use their powers hasn't it a hundred percent you know I think we always talk about you have a platform you're a role model be a positive role model be you know someone for unifying bringing good things to light you know either things that need to be brought to light, but how can we make them better? And in our program, we talk about focus on the good. So I just, I like the fact that they're challenging people to, to challenge their thought and college is about becoming that being. And so it's pretty cool to see the evolution of these student athletes. And we talk about it all the time. Sport is going to take up so much of your attention um, up to this point while you're here, if you're able to extend your career, when you are done, what are you passionate about? You know, what are you, you know, after you're working your daily deal, you know, what else are you going to give back to, um, to try and create that change? So see those two step up and, you know, peacefully just announce that 
this is where I stand and you get to choose balls in your court, you know? And I think to be, you know, 10 toes down strong in your conviction that way, it's, it's, you're proud of that. And you just want to make sure that they always continue to feel safe in the ability to have the conversation before they act. You know, that was our big message was if we can make a big impact with a collective effort, let's do that first. You know, don't, don't step outside and, and stray. Let's keep this going because, you know, as we're seeing the masses have an effect. So um, yeah. And how they use their platform, you know, and how they speak out onto it and just continuing to keep themselves educated in, in what they know and what they want to continue to learn on. And, you know, the biggest thing is open up for discussion. You, we talk about it. If you're comparing it to sport, we like to talk about sport IQ. Well, imagine you have five years advance of being able to play the sport longer than someone else. Sometimes you get frustrated with their inability to see things or understand things. And so right now for someone, you know, like myself as a white coach, I'm trying to educate myself, but like I told them, you know, don't get frustrated. I might have questions that you're like, really still, you know, but I'm trying, I'm going to come to you with, with an educated honesty and, you know, just hold me accountable. If those are I think three words that we've heard the most right now is become educated, make sure you're honest and hold people accountable and, you know, have that transparency. So they'll do it the right way. I know they will, and they'll use their platform in the right way. And, um, you know, cause they have pride in this place. They have pride in their family name. They, you know, just, they have pride in the bigger picture cause it is just bigger than them too. That's a great point. And Coach Williams, I think you you hit something on the head that's been key for me, and that is we're going to become good listeners. And I think for me, that's been the the thing that I've I've learned the more. I need to listen more. And you pushed that out in your statement as well, too, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, part of the listening is because you have to figure out a way to put yourself in the same space or the same realm of experience that isn't where you're comfortable with maybe student athletes that have a very different experience in their lives than what you're used to. And so when you can, you know, from the standpoint of myself, making a decision on what I feel is the right thing, I may be coming from a very different space than some of my athletes of color. And, and I want to be able to understand that, you know, it's not going to be the same Uh, what they have coming to the table may be very different. And so, you know, I want to kind of get a, a better sense of, of, you know, maybe having to experience life from their perspective far more. And I think with, with my team, you know, one of the things we always talk about is, is doing the right thing, you know? And so if you're, if you're seeing, um, you know, systematic racism, you're seeing maybe pro- police brutality, it's not okay. We got to get to that point where, you know, we're, we're willing to stand up and, and be a voice for change and being able to say, that's, that's not going to be okay in our lifetime. Now it's, it's, it's got to change. If we've gone through the fifties the and sixties and made any strides at all, then let's actually see them happening in action and not just in words. It's a great point. And then Lindy, I'll let you get the final point here. 
uh, we have seen our student athletes use their power and they've used it properly and they've used their platform. That's as an administrator, as someone who's served in many roles, it's got to, it's got to warm your heart. It, it does. And, you know, like I said, I've, I've been in collegiate athlete athletes as an employee um, for 20 years. And to be honest with you, you know, I've seen lots of national championships won a million by this guy right here and and women's gymnastics and lots of conference championships and bowl games and all of that stuff. And you're so proud and think it's the best thing ever. But Chris, I can honestly say, you know, I, I've never been more proud as an administrator is when you do see your student athletes stepping up and really being um, just outspoken about what they believe in and for for the you know the african-american student athletes doing that of how eye-opening but when you see other student athletes that are not african-american having their teammates backs of i mean that is huge of just like mark said of we've got to stand up and we've got to all say when something is not right, not just sit back anymore. And it's one of those things of, I can say I've never been more proud of kind of how our um, student athletes and staff are responding to this, of it's okay to be angry and hurt and let's do something about it. And they are, I mean, really, really on a good start to, you know, doing something of how we can change things and make our society better. And for when our kids are growing up and lots and lots of eyes are getting open right now. And I'm really, really proud of our student athletes. So awesome. Lindy Roberts, Ivy, Lindsay Gray, Walton, Mark Williams. Thank you all so much for joining us. Eye opening, fascinating. And obviously we got a long way to go, but it's an incredible start. Thank you guys so much. Thanks so much, Chris. Chris. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.